0: One of Asia's darker bars. Someone claimed Blackbeard was the world's most successful pirate. The crowd silenced for the stranger didn't know about her. She was the Chinese pirate queen, Zheng Yi Sao, And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 107, the Chinese pirate queen, Zheng Yi Sao. I am Kamuala Kanashiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show and a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. Mahalo nui loa to you listening to us on Amazon Music or the Audible app. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you the story of the Pirate Queen. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. China's Pirate Queen is known by many names, but I'll be referring to her as Xing Yi Sao. Her rise to power was extraordinary, considering this was China in the 1800s. At the height of her power, she commanded more than 1,000 vessels and 80,000 pirates. Xing Yi Sao was born into poverty in 1775 in the area of Guangdao, which lies in Southeast China. To give you a bit of context, Edward Teach, a.k.a. Blackbeard, was killed about 57 years earlier in 1718. Zheng Yi Sao was forced into slave work as soon as she was able. While there is no documents describing her, it is theorized she was beautiful and highly intelligent. She gained a reputation aboard the floating brothel, the Flower Boat, attracted royal courtiers, military commanders, merchants, and in 1801, Captivated the pirate commander, Zheng Yi. For the record, Zheng Yi Sao means wife of Zeng Yi. Now, China's Pirate Queen story is full of conflicting facts and exaggerations, but perhaps one of her first tall tales is that it's unknown if the pirate commander proposed or kidnapped Zeng Yi Sao. Most scholars doubt she punched the pirate commander and demanded half of whatever he owned. Returning to the facts, Zheng Yi Sao and the pirate commander married. She not only supported her husband's affairs, but grew his fleet. The couple adopted a son, which became the pirate commander's first mate and lover, which was common and somewhat expected during the time. Within a few years, the pirate power couple built a vast force of six divisions that raided the Asian coastal cities of Hong Kong, Vietnam, Malaysia. Canton and others. The pirate commander was eventually killed in November 1807 from either a fight or from a typhoon. The pirate divisions needed a new leader. While it seemed the adopted son and lover would become his successor, Xing Yi Sao became their new leader and married her adopted son. Now, let's take some time to examine the pirate's code. Interestingly enough, the pirates' code was similar to the Caribbean pirates. In that, they left people alone if they didn't interfere with their plundering. Interestingly enough, Asian pirates frowned upon rape. In fact, rape was punishable by death. For the record, Caribbean pirates' stance on rape is a bit fuzzy, since conflicting records stated it may or may not have occurred. There's also large debates about the Caribbean pirates' sexual orientations. But, I digress. Okay, Asian pirates were against rape, and sometimes took Asian or European prisoners. This is important since it made Asian and European countries document what Asian pirates did. When prisoners were taken, they were often forced to join the pirates or be flogged to death. Pirates rarely ransomed their prisoners, since it'd take months to collect ransoms. However, one experience was recorded by East India Company representative Richard Glasspool. Glasspool was captured in 1809 and held for three months. He detailed his rat-infested living conditions, surviving off of rice and caterpillars, and estimated the Pirate Queen commanded around 80,000 pirates, around 1,000 large junks, 800 smaller junks, and rowboats. Now, while the Chinese junk vessel may not be much to look at, it could carry up to 800 tons of cargo and 40 cannons. The junks were also very tactical because its retractable rudder allowed it to enter shallow waters. However, the Chinese government had enough of the Pirate Queen, and since their navy was kind of a joke, the government requested European assistance. The Pirate Queen enjoyed early victories against the Europeans, But she also faced fractures in her fleet, and her enemies soon became government-supported pirate hunters. So she sailed her fleet to Canton and demanded a pardon for her and her pirates. Part of her conditions were everyone gets to keep their loot, and she maintains a small fleet of junks. The government balked but eventually agreed, making the pirate queen, Zheng Yi Sao one of the world's most successful pirates. Zheng Yi Sao retired with her once-adopted son, now husband, had a family, and created a gambling house, which she ran a smuggling racket from. Zheng Yi Sao died in 1844 at the age of 69. With piracy no longer a threat, the Chinese government didn't feel the need to improve their non-existent navy, which the European countries noticed, and began the Opium Wars. But that's a story for another time. Today, it is believed Zheng Yi Sao's descendants live among Macau, which is known as the Las Vegas of Asia, and they may be involved in the city's gambling industry. The Pirate Queen has been depicted in various media. In 2007, she was the inspiration for Mrs. Ching, one of the nine pirate lords featured in the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie, At World's End, and in the 2022 Doctor Who special, Legend of the Sea Devils. Okay, at first, I thought this was going to be an easy episode, since it was one of our historic episodes. And research would be a breeze. Yeah, not so much. You see, as I started looking deeper into Xing Yi Sao, I discovered a lot of interpretations and possible misinformation. First off, most of her exploits were published 20 years after she left piracy. Then there's a lot of conflicting Asian and European documents, which either exaggerated how superior their navy was or attempted to save face from being defeated by a pirate, let alone a woman. Which meant sifting through more research material than our normal stories. But 90 years later, in 1926, the Pirate Queen's stories were elaborated by authors who wrote about her in popular pulp books. Also, pirate documents that once were thought to be true were now being re-evaluated. Things like the pirate's raping policy, which initially believed was due to be led by a woman, was actually a sign of mercy since Asian pirates sailed with their families, which was the opposite of Caribbean pirates who left their families at home. There's also the aspect of favoritism. While Western cultures favor the pirate queen, Asian cultures prefer her husband. Sadly, there's so much myth clouding the pirate queen's truth that her myth continues being propagated in our media. But aside from that, one of these days I'll be correct in assuming an episode will be easy to research. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound Effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and channels can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Shoulders by Anu Hea. Courtesy of High Sessions, Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuala Kanashiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Poa. Poa means pirate. An example of Poa is Captain Jack Sparrow and Long John Silver are fictitious Poa. Once again, Poa is Hawaiian for pirate. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho!